Abrahamic Astronomy by Stephen O. Smoot, John Gee, Carrie Muehlstein, and John S. Thompson. Published in BYU Studies Quarterly, Volume 61, Issue 4. The Book of Abraham is noteworthy for its description of what is sometimes called Abrahamic Astronomy. Chapter 3 of the Book of Abraham, along with facsimile 2, contains this astronomical portrait, which is not always easy to understand. Scholars looking at the text in Chapter 3 have articulated at least three different models for interpreting this feature. The first model seeks to understand the astronomy in the Book of Abraham through a scientific lens. Those who accept this paradigm have offered arguments for how Abrahamic astronomy can be harmonized with modern science. The second model works under the assumption that the astronomical concepts presented in the Book of Abraham are rooted in ancient cosmology. In particular, this model sees the Book of Abraham as depicting a geocentric, Earth-centered view of the cosmos, which differs from our modern scientific understanding that the Sun is at the center of our solar system. The third model argues for essentially an inverse of the second model, and puts forth a reading of the Book of Abraham's astronomy that places Kolob, not Earth, at the center of the cosmos. This model argues that while the astronomy of the Book of Abraham may be ancient, the main focus should be on the spiritual truths that can be gleaned from the text. Each of these models has its respective strengths and weaknesses. For the purposes of this treatment, placing the Book of Abraham in the ancient world, the second model that sees the Book of Abraham's astronomy as an ancient geocentric cosmos is worth paying close attention to. According to this model, the astronomy in the Book of Abraham uses as its point of reference the earth upon which thou standest, see Abraham chapter 3, verses 3 and 5 through 7. It mentions various heavenly bodies, such as the stars, Abraham chapter 3, verse 2, among which is Kolob, Abraham chapter 3, verses 3 to 4. These provide a fixed backdrop for the heavens. Among the stars are various bodies that move in relation to the fixed backdrop, each of which is called a planet. See Abraham chapter 3, verses 5 and 8, or a light, verses 5 through 7 of the same chapter. Though since the sun and moon and certain stars are each also called a planet, we should not think of them as necessarily being what we call planets. Each of these planets is associated with its times and seasons and the revolutions thereof. See Abraham chapter 3 verse 4. These lights revolve around something, and that is the fixed reference point, the earth upon which thou standest. See Abraham chapter 3 verses 3 and 5 through 7. The book of Abraham thus presents a geocentric astronomy, like almost all ancient astronomies, including ancient Egyptian astronomy. Importantly, the Lord explicitly told Abraham, quote, I show these things, the heavenly bodies described in Abraham chapter 3, unto thee before ye go into Egypt, that ye may declare all these words, end quote. See Abraham chapter 3, verse 15. Evidently, the astronomy revealed to Abraham was meant, in part, 
to take conceptions of the cosmos familiar to the ancient Egyptians and replace them with a proper gospel understanding. Quote, Abraham was to teach not only astronomy, but also gospel principles the Lord explained through astronomic means. End quote. This could explain why the Book of Abraham contains an apparently pre-scientific description of the cosmos rooted in the ancient world. This could only be feasibly accomplished if Abraham communicated to the Egyptians and likened the cosmos to gospel truths in ways they understood. While the Book of Abraham's astronomy symbolically teaches important truths about the plan of salvation— and while it is interesting to explore how modern science might inform our understanding, the cosmology in the text can also be grounded in the ancient world. About the Authors Stephen O. Smoot is a doctoral student in Semitic and Egyptian languages and literature at the Catholic University of America. He previously earned a master's degree from the University of Toronto in Near and Middle Eastern Civilizations with a concentration in Egyptology and a bachelor's degree from Brigham Young University in Ancient Near Eastern Studies with a concentration in Hebrew Bible and German Studies. He is currently an adjunct instructor of religious education at Brigham Young University and a research associate with the B.H. Roberts Foundation. John Gee is the William Bill gay research professor in the Department of Asian and Near Eastern Languages at Brigham Young University. He has published extensively on scripture and ancient studies. He has served on the boards of national and international biblical and Egyptological organizations and as the editor of an international, multilingual, peer-reviewed Egyptological journal. Kerry Mulestein is a professor of ancient scripture and ancient Near Eastern studies at Brigham Young University. He received his bachelor's degree from BYU in psychology with a Hebrew minor. He received an MA in ancient Near Eastern studies from BYU and a PhD from UCLA in Egyptology. His first full-time appointment was a joint position in religion and history at BYU-Hawaii. He is the director of the BYU-Egypt Excavation Project, he was also a visiting fellow at the University of Oxford for the 2016-17 to academic year. He has served as the chairman of a national committee for the Ancient Research Center in Egypt and serves on their Research Supporting Member Council. He is the senior vice president of the Society for the Study of Egyptian Antiquities and has served as the president. He has published and researched on Egyptological topics and the Book of Abraham topics for over two decades. John S. Thompson obtained his B.A. and M.A. in Ancient Near Eastern Studies, Hebrew Bible, from BYU and UC Berkeley, respectively, and completed a Ph.D. in Egyptology at the University of Pennsylvania. After more than 25 years as an employee of seminaries and institutes of religion, most recently as the Coordinator Institute Director in Cambridge, Massachusetts, he currently researches and writes for Scripture Central. This is an audio production of BYU Studies, read for you by Malin Glade and Jared Kamau. BYU Studies publishes scholarship informed by the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. For more information and access to articles, essays, and more, visit byustudies.byu.edu.